Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Scott Pauley. I'm so happy that you are joining our broadcast today. Several years ago, when we first began the Enjoying the Journey broadcast, we started with my favorite book of the Bible. I've adopted it really as my life's study on the book of Philippians. And the theme, of course, of that great book is the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, truly, it is the, the Bible treatise on what it means to enjoy the journey. Now we're thrilled to share this anniversary series with you again in the hopes that God will use it in your life to help you learn to enjoy the Lord Jesus Christ at whatever stage you happen to be on on life's journey. I trust that these studies from the Word of God today will refresh your spirit and renew your strength for the days ahead. God bless you as you listen. I don't know what it was like at your house growing up, but at our house, if mother said something once, we were expected to listen. If she said it twice, we were really supposed to listen, and if she said it three times, it was too late to listen. Most of you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Well, I want to draw your attention to the fact that God often repeats himself for emphasis. For example, do you realize that in Philippians chapter number 1, in 30 short verses, there are no less than six, count them for yourself, six references to the gospel. Why would the Lord use this word repeatedly? When God repeats himself, it's not because he forgot he said it the first time. When God repeats himself, it's always because he doesn't want us to forget it. In fact, he's trying to put something so deeply in our heart, we will not escape it. Chapter 1 of the book of Philippians details for us what life is to look like in the gospel. Now, we've discovered this beautiful little phrase in verse 27. We began our study here with the faith of the gospel. And then we backed up to verse number 5, and we marked this phrase in our Bible, your fellowship in the gospel. Notice the divine progression here. We move from the faith of the gospel to our fellowship in the gospel. Oh, but my friend, it doesn't stop there. There's another beautiful phrase I want to draw your attention to. It's found in verse number 12. Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul. But I would ye should understand, brethren. Isn't that what we need? Spiritual understanding. Oh, God, give it to us today. But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel. So we move from the faith of the gospel to our fellowship in the gospel to the furtherance of the gospel. Do you see this beautiful progression? I would suggest to you, it's actually not three things, it's actually one thing. In fact, the entire chapter is about one thing. It's about the furthering of the gospel in our own lives and in the lives of other people. It's about the work of the gospel in every place, in every believer, in every circumstance. You see, the faith of the gospel is never stagnant. No, my friend, faith advances. Hudson Taylor, the pioneer missionary, used to say, God is always advancing. And indeed he is. And if you're going to live the life of faith, then you're going to have to further the gospel message. And what about the fellowship in the gospel? Well, our fellowship in the gospel is not simply something for us to enjoy. It's something for us to share with others. It's not something for us to circle the wagons and say, well, we're glad we're going to heaven. We're glad we've entered into it. No, it's our desire to bring others into this beautiful fellowship in the gospel. William Carey, the pioneer of modern missions, a man greatly used of God, in May of 1792 stood in Nottingham, England and preached a powerful message 
from that Bible text that says, lengthen the cords and strengthen the stakes. And he challenged his hearers to lengthen the cords, to carry the gospel to the lost, to evangelize the world. When he finished his sermon, there was no response. There was no amen. There was no application by the people. As a matter of fact, when he said the final amen, people rose up quietly to leave the auditorium. And Kerry was so possessed, so consumed with his passion for the gospel, he rushed off the platform. He clasped the hand of another minister in the meeting and he said to him these words, Are we not going to do something? Well, may I ask you a question? We've been studying Philippians chapter 1. We've been talking about our joy in the gospel. But may I ask you now, are we not going to do something? Do you not believe the Lord wants you to take what you know and enjoy and share it with someone else so they can know it and they can enjoy it? Oh, the Lord wants every last one of us to be a part of the furtherance of the gospel. And there are two kinds of furtherance that we find in this passage. First of all, there is the providential furthering of the gospel. I mean by that circumstances that God chooses for us. Paths perhaps we would not have chosen for ourselves, and yet the Lord has divinely ordered events and circumstances. He's made divine appointments for us. You see, that's what Paul found in a prison cell. That's what he writes of in Philippians chapter 1 when he said, The things which happened unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance of the gospel. If you read on in verse 13, it says, So that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. Think of this. God wanted the gospel in the palace in Rome. Even they of Caesar's household, people under his own roof, were hearing the gospel and being saved. That's glorious to me. Paul could never have entered into that palace through his own means, but God put him there. Have you ever wondered why you're living in the neighborhood you're living in? Or why God gave you that job or put you in that school? you ever wondered why God put that neighbor next door to you or allowed that person to pull up next to you at the gas pump? Do you believe in divine appointments? May I say to you today, look for providential opportunities to further the gospel. And then... I would say to you there's also a purposeful furthering of the gospel. Is At some point, this is not, not all simply in, in God's hands to make appointments for us. We've got to be willing to recognize them and act on them. And may I point out to you that the Apostle Paul started right where he was. Did he want to be in Philippi? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Did he want to be traveling and carrying on missionary journeys when he's sitting in prison? I'm certain he did. And yet he recognized that if God had him there that that was the very place where he was to begin. And so right in the palace, he began preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And because of that, God used him in a marvelous way. May I ask you a question? Have you recognized that God can use you right where you are? Right in your jail cell? Right in your hospital bed? Right in your home? Right where you are today, begin where you are to preach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ to pass it on to someone else. How did Philippi even get the gospel to start with? Do you remember Paul had a vision of a man saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. It's interesting, but that call still rings out today. To every Philippi, to every person, there's someone today whose path you will cross that needs help. And do you know what they need? They don't need your help. They need God's help. They don't need you. They need your Savior. And they're only going to meet Him if they meet Him through the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul was captured by the gospel. These Philippians had been captured by the gospel. Are you? 
May I say, our bad world needs some good news today. What do they need? They need the faith of the gospel, the fellowship in the gospel, and the furtherance of the gospel. May God help every one of us today to put the go in the gospel, certainly to enjoy the journey, but to meet others along that journey and introduce them to our wonderful Savior. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. We are grateful you've joined us for this study today. If you love the book of Philippians, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and download the audiobook of Philippians. Scott also has a full sermon series through Philippians that we believe will be an encouragement to you as well. And until next time, may the joy of Jesus help you enjoy the journey.